Good to have you back. Bill Michaels Show. Another hour of the program. Um, couple of things. Uh, Jeff hits me up right out of the shoot. He says, uh, has this year's bracket been more fun with all of the upsets? And do you still have a Final Four team left? Uh, I do. And I mentioned at the very top of the show that, first of all, I think the, uh, the, the tournament uh, without a blue blood in it, it eh, you know. I mean, you love to see the David and Goliath type of matchup. Everybody loves that. It's, it's, it's incredibly intriguing. Uh, but I think this year's tournament has been full of upsets. It's been a, a terrifically fun tournament to watch. Is it the best ever? I, no, I, I don't get into that crap. Um, you know, because it's all conjecture. It's all whatever it is you feel. But, uh, but in the grand scheme of things, I think it's just been a blast. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Just has. So I'm, I'm good with it. I'm, I do. I have UConn. I had UConn winning it all, as a matter of fact, which was <laughs> highly regarded as a, as a dumb pick through the tournament. And what's funny is, is the uh, is the the one out of all my picks, and uh, I don't even have it. Uh, let me grab it here real quick. Uh, I had Texas, Purdue, and Baylor, along with UConn going to the Final Four. I had UConn winning it all. So with everybody else's brackets busted, I mean, like just blown up. I know so many people that don't even have a Final Four team left in this tournament. Um, so in that regard, I'm still alive. As bad as my bracket is, as bad as my my sheet looks, um, I still have point success because I have UConn. And if UConn goes on to win it all, then in two out of my four brackets, I'll end up winning the, winning the pot. So I'm I'm actually okay. Because a lot of people had teams in the Final Four, like big ones, that that went down early in this tournament. So I I had UCLA and Gonzaga. I had them advancing. And uh, my problem was I had uh, UCLA beating Gonzaga. They just didn't win. Um, I had Kansas over Arkansas. And Arkansas ended up winning. Uh, I did have Xavier. I did have Texas. I had Texas beating Xavier. So I felt good about that. Uh, I didn't have Miami getting this far, but I mean, I've had I've had some wins that I you know. So I, I kind of I'm excited about that, but uh, overall, it's you know it, it hasn't been hasn't been great. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. That's the phone number to get a hold of us if you want to give a hold of us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. You can follow us there at Bill underscore Michaels. Always appreciate it when you do. Uh, add Ben Z. Kenny over on uh, over on Twitter as well. Add Ben Z. Kenny uh, on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, and you can always watch the program and subscribe over on YouTube. And boy, that that, that grew by leaps and bounds too uh, just over the weekend. So I appreciate everybody that uh, follows us and subscribes to us on YouTube. Uh, it's, it's been good, been really good in that aspect. So thanks so much. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, also on Twitch TV, you can download the app Twitch uh, and follow us there. You can uh, follow the program uh, on Apple, Spotify, and uh, Google Podcasts. It's all broadcast there. So 
a lot of great ways to get a hold of us. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, this one is from uh, Jackson. Jackson says, uh, hey, guys, uh, great Packers discussion. What about the Milwaukee Brewers and what they're doing as they get set to come north? I'm excited about this team and this season. A lot of unknowns. Well, um, true. Uh, I'm not going to deny that. True, there's a lot of unknowns. Um, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, uh, when you look at the Brewers, you look at the roster, you, you know, um, you kind of, there's a lot of question marks, I guess, might be the best way to put it. Christian Yelich certainly seems to be hitting the ball better out of spring training. Homered yesterday. Homered again yesterday. Does that count so, okay, well, for the uh, No, tally? it does not. No, it does not. That's a shame. Eight, we're, we're, uh, by the way, we're uh, picking up where we left off last year, but 18 and a half is the Christian Yelich over and under on home runs. He's hitting I'm like 230, though. So I'm taking the under. Things have been better. I'm taking the under. Uh, Willie Adamas, solid at short. Rowdy Telez, we all know what he can do. Contreras behind the plate, I like him. Uh, then there's Jesse Winker, DHing. Urias, who has been okay. Uh, you really thought he was going to come on last year like gangbusters after really uh, kind of owning that job in the uh, postseason the year prior, but uh, it just never, you know, kind of never materialized both defensively and offensively overall. So this is kind of his prove-it year. One of the big question marks is uh, the center fielder, Garrett Mitchell, and what he can do, what he's projected to do. Uh, and then there's Brian Anderson, Bryce Terang, Bryce Terang, uh, getting the the nice vote of confidence there uh, from um, Craig Council. I don't know if you did. You see the video of that, Ben? I did. Really, Bryce cool. Terang getting the nod. Yeah, hey, it's always cool when a guy's told, you know, hey, your dreams are about to come true. That's always a cool moment. So they showed that. They and didn't got, post is, the video of Keston Hira getting DFA'd though. No, they did not. And that was another thing, because uh, remember, everybody's geeked up about Garrett Mitchell and the end of the season that he had last year. Remember when they brought up Keston Hira years ago up in Atlanta, and he just hit the hell out of the baseball and was driving the ball all over the park, and everybody went, wow, this is the guy that everybody's been talking about. Boy, oh, boy, you aren't kidding. And then uh, he couldn't find his way into the lineup the year after. They gave him all the opportunities in the world. He'd, he'd, he'd just be awful in the majors, go down to the minors and just rake like nobody's business. They'd bring him back up. He was back to being awful. Send him back down. He'd be back to raking. He just could never figure out big league pitching. So you hope that Garrett Mitchell doesn't kind of follow him down that primrose path of not being able to get it done consistently in the big leagues after coming up and setting the bar so high. So we knock on wood. We hope that Garrett Mitchell does the job. But until he does, we wait and see. There's Brian Anderson, uh, Bryce Terang, uh, like I mentioned, that Luke Voigt, uh, Victor Caratini, Mike Brousseau. What is it? Uh, the other one. Uh, the other one. God, who's the other one? Uh, Owen Miller. Owen Miller's going to be here. So I, you know, we'll see. Um, I went with what eighty three. I think eighty three, eighty four wins on the season. I think it's a fair number. I don't know if I'm going to go much higher than that. They have good pitching, but until they can hit again yesterday, they you know one of the headlines was uh, the Brewers coming, getting ready to head north, and then it was you know struggled to hit the ball again yesterday. So the highlight being Christian. I do like the fact that the there's a ticket sales. Ah, God, it was. Uh, or no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was one of the news stations here talking about the Brewers getting ready to to open up the season. 
and they picked a random highlight. It's it's Christian Yelich hitting a home run to an empty ballpark at Coors Field. I'm like, that's the only highlight you could find of Christian Yelich hitting a home run? <laughs> it was just, and it's got the radio call, you know. Christian Yelich, deep, upper deck shot. Oh, my goodness. I'm thinking, when the hell was that? But it was it was in Coors Field to an empty ballpark. I thought, oh, my God. If that's the way the season's going to start out, that's not a great foreshadowing. I'll tell you that right now. So, anyway. Ah, uh, there you have it. Uh, that's uh, you know, kind of your Brewers news of the day. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to give us a shout, please uh, go ahead and do it. Um, this is from Evan. Evan says, uh, "At what point does Aaron Rodgers speak up about all of this?" Oh, Evan, I, I don't know. Is he going to be on McAfee tomorrow? He ben, already do we know? did speak up about all of this. Right? Are we going to go well, through it again? Uh, well, who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe Rogers has more to say. Maybe he's got. Maybe he wants to complain. The process is playing out and taking too long. He's ready to get back to the OTAs and the workouts. <laughs> you know, maybe he's maybe he's re- itching and ready to go. Maybe they'll do the McAfee show and he's got his entire wide receiving core led by Alan Lazard sitting around him in the Malibu uh, beach house. Who knows? But I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I guess, you know, again, the world does wait for Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, we make fun of it, but the McAfee show, that's the, the, the highest rated program McAfee has is when Aaron Rodgers is on it. By far. And now that there's a New York connection, it, it'll be off the hook. Off the hook the next time he goes on the McAfee show whether it's to announce that he's now the deal has been struck and he's now a New York jet or the fact that he's going to go there and then talk about what's holding it up, you know, who knows, but that that's, you know, I don't, I don't discredit Pat McAfee in any way other than the fact that we know why he doesn't ask and why AJ Hawk doesn't ask the follow-up tough questions and because they know that they'll, they'll lose their cash cow who's been so good for them. Um, big old buck says, uh, will you still watch McAfee once Rogers is a New York jet? And if so, why? Um, I think there's going to be a, will I watch it on, uh, you know, as we do now? I don't know. I think we'll still pay attention to it. I think we'll pay attention to it because you want to find out. I think in, in two different, that's a great question because in two different ways, you want to find out one, if, the complaints or the issues or the meanderings mentally are the same. You know, it's kind of like when you break up with somebody, you're kind of like wanting to know, is it me or is it them? And if you, let's say they don't have a lot of success, and then is it the same story? Is it, well, I don't trust the wide receivers. Well, we're, we got to get on the same page. Well, you know, all that kind of stuff. Do we see him yelling at Nathaniel Hackett or Robert Sala as he comes off the field? Is the same frustrated Aaron, you know, that guy in New York? All, all of that. That's, I mean, other, other than that outside curiosity, I, I don't think there's a, there's a there's a benefit to it just maybe to more find out about yourself not as a not me personally but more as a, a you know Packers organization than anything 
So you can always say, is it me or is it them? I think that's where the curiosity would come in. Ben, is that about right? You, you kind of, you know, we'll still pay attention to it, right? But we we won't I have might the not. same. Well, I think we'll still have the same. You're an idiot. <laughs> I think we'll we'll still have the same kind of, you know, oh, by the way, he's on today. Right. And does he say anything of interest? But I but beyond that, I don't think there's it's not destinational listening like we've had in the past. Right. hundred percent. I mean, okay. I, I'll follow it on Twitter. Right. Because you have all the writers now right. would be Jets writers primarily right. watching it and tweeting what's said and what's important. I will sure. not, however, comb through every clip in order to cut relevant audio and no. cut curse words and very intently listen to find when curse words are thrown in there. Right. I am happy to get that off of my plate, I must say. Yep. But I'm selfish. Um, right. That wasn't clear. No, I, I completely get it. Uh, yeah, because you had, and for those that don't know, if you don't listen to the McAfee thing live, uh, it is filled with profanity, uh, of which Ben had to go through, and you couldn't just play it. Cause, and I think they did that for a reason. Well, we could just play it. Well, we could, but we'd be off the air rather quickly. But, you you know, so poor Ben had to not only get it, but then in a matter of minutes, turn it around with all of the profanity edited out, which was not an easy thing to do. So it was it was yeoman. You will no longer have that massive yeoman's work on your part unless suddenly Pat McAfee says, ladies and gentlemen, one of the newest assets of the Pat McAfee show, Jordan Love. And then it's like right oh, back yeah. to yeah, I'm out. ground zero. I yeah. mean, uh, listen, I'm a radio producer. It's not like I'm I'm building highways. You know what I mean? Verbal highways, you are. It was it, it was part of the job. I'm not going to act as if it was some Herculean task. I get no credit for verbal highways. Wasn't that brilliant? It was good. It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. By the uh, by the way, uh, while Lamar Jackson's trade request has been in, been in, sources say he was actively negotiating with the Ravens as recently as last week. So, as much as Lamar, that's from Ian Rappaport. As much as Lamar Jackson, when the tweet came out today saying I asked on March second for a trade from the Ravens, I think where he is now, he asked for the trade, which spurred the negotiation. Negotiations didn't go his way. Therefore, his decision to go public with his re trade request today was probably made evident by not getting what he wanted. Does that make sense? So he wanted uh, he wanted more money. They wouldn't guarantee it. He's he asked for the trade on March second. It spurred more negotiation. So now he feels like they're at this this impasse, and he's not going to win. So now he goes public to say. I have officially asked for a trade going back to March 2nd from the Baltimore Ravens organization. That's kind of what I read into it. 877-867-1670. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our buddy Mikey Whitcomb. Good pictures of him and his daughter and such doing a little visiting over the weekend. Nice stuff. Uh, Mikey's on vacation but getting back later this week. If you're looking for somebody in the Milwaukee, in the Ozaki, in the Jefferson, in the uh, Waukesha County, Racine County, all that kind of good stuff area, uh, when it comes to a new home or selling your home or property, get a hold of our buddy Mikey, 414-243-1976, 414-243-1976. Mikey Whitcomb from Ex Exit Realty. He's the one that helped me with my house when I was, uh, when I was looking. Moving from my old house to this house now. Uh, and it was a lot of looking uh, because, man, oh, man, I love some houses, but the taxes were really high and 
vice versa. And I didn't like some houses. They just were too dated and too much work to be done. And then finally I landed where I'm at. I absolutely positively love it. And he, uh, he was right. He was right at every step of the way. So uh, if you're going to go with somebody, get a hold of Mikey. 414-243-1976. Uh, works with uh, bikers and such as well. Used to have the old uh, Iron Horse Realty. Uh, so uh, by all means, get a hold of Mikey. Uh, 414-243-1976. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continuing on. Nice Monday, too. Uh, speaking of uh, welcome back, it's uh, it's sunny. It's warming up outside. Good stuff. Snow's starting to melt. I know we're supposed to get a few flurries, but uh, just give me something green, man. Some green grass growing again. Something, anything. I'll take it. I'll take it. Give me some spring. Um, uh, Garofolo. Ben, am I correct in the pronouncement? Yes. Since I've been calling Mike. him Garofalo for all those years. Uh, Mike Garofalo uh, of the NFL Network had this to say about the Jets and Plan A and Plan B and Rodgers and no Rodgers. Take a listen. Right. Well, they feel like they're bidding against themselves, Judy, right? They, they are, as far as we know. Right? And, and and the Packers on the other end are saying, well, this is still a premier quarterback, so we should get the proper compensation back for him. But the Jets don't. We don't know how long he's going to play, so that's a factor. It's like, well, if we're going to give up multiple years' compensation, we might be giving away draft picks next year for a guy that may have already retired by that point. So there's just so many factors at play here. And by the way, if he wants to throw with his receivers, mm-hmm. he can do that on his own. He sure. can fly them Anytime. out to California. He can come to Jersey. He can do whatever. So perhaps that'll be in the cards at some point if he's not officially a member of the Jets at some point uh, during this offseason. But I do know this. The Jets have the opportunity, we know this, to explore other quarterback options. Lamar Jackson could be one of them. Let's just throw that one out there right now. They're refusing to engage in any of those right now. They won't talk to other teams about potential trades. They won't look at Lamar Jackson or any other veteran available right now because they still believe that eventually this is going to get done. So that'll be the way that they'll continue to operate. We'll see about the time frame. It's not imminent, as Judy said. So there you go. I think it's imminent. Just an FYI. Whether it's now or whether it's, you know, in a couple of weeks, but I think it's imminent. But they have the option. They have the option to go after Lamar Jackson. Right now they're choosing not to engage with anyone else because they believe Rodgers is on his way. But uh, as they said, uh, and we were – and I didn't realize this. I kind of thought it at the beginning of the program. We talked about it. But can Aaron Rodgers go ahead and start working out with some of the Jets receivers? Yes, he can. Because in their own time, they can. You have different um, you have different uh, players all the time that get together at different camps. Uh, tight ends will get together at a tight end camp. Most of them take place down in Arizona or California. So, so yes, uh, to answer some questions, can he work out with other other players from the Jets, yes, he can. He can gather all the guys of the Jets, bring them all out, and begin to work out with them. Yes, he can do that. 
So, uh, but there is no other courting right now, at least according to the the Jets. There's no other courting going on of any other quarterback that's out there. There's no talks being engaged in right now. Um, I, you know, and, and again, this is, uh, uh, Eric says, I think the Jets are going to drag it out until May, so their first-round pick will be in 2024, and they'll, they'll pray that the first-round pick will be 29th or later. I would, wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. They're trying to hang on to that 13th overall. Would not surprise me. But then if that would happen and the Packers still deal Aaron Rodgers, first of all, it would be after June 1st. And secondly, then uh, you would assume that the Packers are going to ask for more. Right? That the Packers would ask for more. Uh, this one's from Bill who says, do you really think, think Woody Johnson wants to pay $250 million guaranteed to Lamar Jackson? I think not. No. No, I don't. I still think that a deal gets done. Um, I Well, I said last week that I thought that the, the, uh, the, the owners' meetings that are taking place starting today will start to lay the groundwork for this deal to get done. So when would you expect a deal to get done? Um, your deadline is what? Four weeks and three days from today on April 27th. That's a lot of time. That's your deadline if you're the Packers. Really, that's your deadline if you're the Jets. Because if you get past that, then the Packers are going to go, sorry. (laughs) You'll see him after June 1st. Until then, don't talk to us. And they have every right to do that. Or if somebody else comes along better that would be suitable for Rodgers not to retire, then they would go in that direction. But I think the Packers are... They're sitting in a catbird seat. I, and, and for those that are the East Coast bias that think they're not, you're wrong. I, I, I just, I don't believe that. So I think a deal will get done. I think both sides will come to the table at some point here in the next couple of weeks and get this whole thing done. But your deadline for the Packers, for what the Packers want, is on April 27th. If, the, if it goes beyond that, then you go all the way through to, to uh, June 1st, Saturday, June 1st. And then after that, you'll see a deal get done. But it'll get done on the Packers' timeline. That's, that's for sure. It'll get done on the Packers' timeline. 877-867-1670. Um, Jason says, uh, I don't think Lamar, uh, he might be covering up a chronic condition, knees or an injury of some kind. He's operating really strange and asking for a lot. I don't, uh, Lamar, I know it's very, I appreciate where Lamar Jackson's at because he's a man that's sitting down saying, look me in the eye and tell me what you think of me. And... Between him and his mom, they're his, they're his agent. So he handles it himself. On the other hand, when you take the emotion out of it and the reasonableness out of it, you appreciate his conviction. I always do. Anytime a player is willing to say, hey, uh, I want out. I don't feel you appreciate me. 
I'm out of here. We've all been there. We've all thought we deserve more. We've all we've all thought about leaving a particular business or such because maybe it's just not worth it, you know. But I think, you know, when we were talking about this just a, a segment ago, Lamar Jackson's hand was a little bit revealed when he says that on March 2nd he demand, demanded a trade. Or I shouldn't say that. He asked for a trade. Now that I think about it, he asked for a trade. But yet was still negotiating with the team as soon as last week. So I want a trade. I want out. Yeah, I'll listen to you. What? So I think he's still kind of hoping he goes back to Baltimore. I think he's just trying to play his, you guys won't ever let me go. You'll give me what I want hand. Um, but, you know, again, it's it's he wants it all guaranteed, and the, the Ravens don't want to give him all guaranteed. And where they're at, where they're at was low. I'll, I'll admit that. So the, the team kind of low-balled him, and I get it. He was offended by it. But, again, that's where an agent comes in because the agent doesn't get offended. The agent just says, no, this is ridiculous. Come on, let's really talk. And then you sit down to negotiate as somebody who negotiates for a living. Whereas Lamar is trying to get the Deshaun Watson deal, and nobody's willing to give that up. That's not what – that's – in a sport that is so reliant upon quarterback play and quarterback play is so reliant upon what you can do in the pocket and then when you get outside of the pocket, you open yourself up to being nothing more than a running back and when you can get beat up and hurt and you've missed what, I don't know how many games, 10, 12 games over the last two seasons and you weren't even able to lead your team in the postseason, I, there's going to be some teams that are going to say, I just, I, we, don't wanna, we don't mind paying you, but we're not going to guarantee all that money. He missed. I think. Well, what did he miss last year, Ben? What four games? Towards more. the end of the season, more. I think more than that. More, four or five. I mean, four games and then the postseason or something like that. And then, and then uh, what? Four or five games a year prior. Yep. As well. Yeah. So it just. But you know, I think it was. Uh, somebody was telling me anywhere between between ten and twelve games in the last couple of years. That's a lot of games for a quarterback to miss. It's been. It was five last year, four okay. the year before in the regular season, in and the regular then season. last year's playoff game. Okay, so five last year, four the year before, and then last year's postseason game against Cincinnati. And had he played against Cincinnati, they might even have won that game. He didn't even go to the game against Cincinnati. He didn't even go. Oh, the Ravens That's why probably should have won anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Had, had he that. played, maybe they win that game. But uh, he didn't even go. And that's where many were led to believe that maybe this is a form of protest on his part. That they may have gone further into the postseason had they actually, had he played or had he been, you know, had he played for them. I, now, I don't know if he was able to. I couldn't tell you. But the fact that he didn't go. So, yeah, it's uh I just don't think I don't think a running quarterback is worth all that money. And I've said it time and again, so I'm not going to bore you with it. 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show now. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They still are running the uh, the Big Bacon Special going on over there at Quick Trip. Excited about that. 
Uh, by the way, speaking of Quick Trip, and I've been asked this numerous times over the last, specifically over the last couple of weeks, and yes, the cigar dinners are back. And they're going to go up on the website, on uh, on Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery's website. I think it's Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery. They're changing it over to Quick Spirits. But that being said, uh, there are going to be, there are three scheduled in June. Three scheduled in June. We're going to start off at Cortez's in Kenosha on uh, June 6th. That's a Tuesday. Then we're heading to La Crosse. La Crosse, here we come. We're going to be at Celebrations on the 7th. We're going to be at the bar in Wausau on the 20th of June. And then August, we're going to be in Chippewa Falls at uh, Wasoda. That's on August 15th on the 22nd. Uh, I think we're going to be back in La Crosse, going to be at Celebrations. And then we're going to be back in Corte- at Cortez's in Kenosha on Monday the 11th. So uh, those are some of the dates. Those are six of the dates that are filled in. So, but we are coming back with them. So, as soon as uh, the uh, the tickets and such go on sale, uh, I will let you know where we're going to be and when those tickets can be purchased. But uh, it should be a good time. Another good summer coming up. Thanks to our friends at Quick Trip and our friends over there at uh, Quick Spirits and Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery and such. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Steve listening to us in Eau Claire. Steve, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Good, Bill. How about you? We are awesome. What's happening? Good. Say, um, I apologize if uh, somebody already chimed in with this thought uh, earlier. I, I didn't catch the first part of your show today, but uh, you were talking a few minutes ago about the um, potential uh, Rogers trade to the Jets, how long that's taking. And um, I, for one, am not surprised that it's taking this long, not, not only because of trying to figure out how to divvy up that monster of a contract, but also because... The Jets really don't have a lot of draft capital this year. Before they uh, traded away Elijah Moore last week, there wasn't a single round this year where they had uh, multiple picks, and they still don't have one in the seventh. And now they Mm -hmm. have two seconds and a third. I mean, I know they had a really good defense last year, and, you know, there's um, they do have some weapons on offense, but are they close enough that, you know, one player, even the caliber of Rodgers, one player could be all the difference between, you know, to, to get to the Super Bowl, I don't think they're quite there yet. So I wouldn't be surprised if this thing does go on longer and whatever picks we do get uh, are for next year instead of this year. Well, I, I appreciate the phone call. Um, I I think it's going to come to a head, obviously, before the NFL draft, I would assume. Now, if they're hell-bent on hanging on to that 13th pick, I agree with you. But if you feel... Like if if you're the Jets and you feel like you're really close, then you go for it, which is what they're doing. They're going for it. They're trying to throw all those eggs. Maybe it's a year premature, but they're going for it. Now, maybe they're getting, and I can't believe that I'm saying this, but maybe they're getting some type of a guarantee early on from Rodgers that he's going to play two years, not just one. And therefore they can really work at not only this season, but bolstering for next season. But, um, in that division, nine-and-a-half win projection? I mean, if they get to ten wins, or in the postseason, and anything can happen. And maybe that's just what they're getting, you know, getting to is just, look, God, let's just – they haven't been to the postseason since 2010. They haven't been to a Super Bowl since 1969. So right now maybe Woody Johnson's just going, whatever we got to do, we just got to get back to the postseason. We got we to gotta see some kind of results here. So would Rodgers get them to the postseason? 
you know what? If they score near the league average from last year, they get three or four more wins, and they're in the postseason. So, yeah, you know, Rodgers can make that kind of a difference. Um, but I agree with you. I don't think I don't, they're not even the favorite to win their division. I think Buffalo's the favorite. I think they're fighting. I think they're fighting with uh, Miami. To be honest, uh, for for second place in the division, they might not even be the best, second best team in their division. Certainly, talent wise, Miami has more talent. Now, the Jets' defensive front is something to be reckoned with. I 100% agree there, but I think Miami might even have more talent overall. You know, they bolstered their secondary. They've obviously got a good good group of wideouts. I mean, they Miami's a talented team. They feel they're on the on the cusp. So, and maybe the window, maybe that window's closed a little bit on Buffalo. You know? So, I... I I don't even think that they're the best team or second best team in their division. Ben, would you agree? I would. Yes. It's like they're the Jets also, no matter how good they are, right? Mm -hmm. We've learned it about the New York Mets that often, whenever they're good, they collapse. The Jets, stuff goes wrong. That's what I've been trained to, to think. Yeah. So even if they are slightly better on paper, which I don't think they are, they're the Jets. So And the Jets, you know, I mean... They've got. We went through that schedule. They still have Kansas City. They've got uh, the Cowboys. They've got numerous teams that are good outside of their division. They're going to face this year. Uh, oh, by the way, let me let me address this real quick. And this was another thing that was brought up today. And I, I want to say it was on ESPN, but I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. So I apologize. But the whole thing about the commissioner stepping in and forcing this deal to get done because of television never happened. Will there be a wink and a nod? Can you guys figure something out? Yeah, but the commissioner's ne- – it would be so wrong for the commissioner to step in and say, this is what it is, get the deal done. It would be so wrong for him to step in and step on either franchise to either accelerate and, and give more value to or diminish the value of any trade just for the sheer sake of – trying to get their television schedule written up. It would be wrong. So, I I mean, just a huge, huge, huge conflict of interest in that sense. And there's no way, uh, and I know I, it, was, it was ESPN, it was a Mad Dog that was talking about it again, New York bias, that the commissioner's going to step in and tell Green Bay to get off, get off their heels and, you know, blah, blah, blah. No way. No, you got to be... Uh, and look, I respect all the guys nationally for what they talk about and the, the logic they come up with, and they're a hell of a lot smarter than I am in many different areas, but it is innately wrong in every sense for a commissioner to walk into a room and say, you're going to do, do the deal and you're going to do the deal for this. It, it Terrible. Terrible. Oh, I have a headline for you, Bill. You're going to love this one. Go ahead. From WFAN Sports Radio in New York, uh, yes. where we have found a lot of this stuff. The headline reads, as mentioned on air, the longer this all goes, comma, the lesser the trade compensation will be. Could be. Okay. Excuse me. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Anything could be. <laughs> it's just more sunshine. So in other words, just blowing sunshine. The, the, the thought is that if you screw with us, we're New York you'll end up taking less because we're going to offer less. Yep. 
and the Packers will be forced to do it because in their minds, the Jets have the power. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is awesome. I, 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 um, okay. They're entitled to their opinion, but that ain't happening. It <laughs> just, it's not going to go down that way. I'm just saying, <laughs> nay, nay, stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael show. We'll wrap it up coming up next. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. segment and uh coming up and uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at uh, at skipper buds and the sun's out which makes me think of warmer weather and uh, eventually doing a little boating can't wait for that i wish my motorcycle towed the boat but it doesn't because it's tough to do both at the same time but i do love to get out on the water and skipper buds i uh, was driving past there uh yesterday as a matter of fact uh tons of pontoons, sport and deck boats, fishing boats. I didn't see the yachts. The yachts are usually inside or out back, but uh, they've got new boats, used boats, uh, the best best in water sports, jet boats, cruiser, four winds, mastercraft, taiga, scarab, starcraft, smokercraft, so much more. And all you got to do is go check it out. That's our buddy Todd, who's the GM over there, 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200. That's our friends over there at uh, Skipper Bud's. And uh, just good, good stuff over there. I can't wait for boating season. Let's go to Bob listening to us in Eau Claire. Bob, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. Appreciate the line. Since we're short on time, I'll get right to the question. I want you to have some fun with this. All right. Okay. You can run it past chart. You can run it past chart sometime. If this was to get with Rogers, with regard to him, if this was to get past the first of June, I don't think it will either. But if it did, and Minnesota, who has never seen a Packer they didn't love was to reach out to you, and you're the GM of the Packers, what would a scenario involving compensation from Minnesota would even get you to acknowledge the possibility? I'm going to hang up and listen. Oof. Holy mackerel. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. What would the Vikings have to give up to get Rodgers to jump into the mix for the Aaron Rodgers services? Um, now you're playing the hypothetical that there's actually a number out there, you know, I would have to say if I was going to be the green Bay Packers and I'm jumping into the draft, um, I want, I want their first round pick which is probably, what, 20, 23, 24, something like that. I want their first-round pick. I want their second-round pick, which I don't even know where that's at if they even have one, but I don't even think they have one. I'm trying to look here to see what they have. Uh, and, again, this is, they don't even have a second-round pick this year. <laughs> so I would take their first-round pick this year. I would take their... First round pick next year, 
and Justin Jefferson. Is that fair? Ben, is that fair? If you're really going to be serious about is getting Aaron Rodgers, it's I mean, not fair. Aside from, aside from obviously the unlikelihood of anything, any phone call being placed, I mean, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen, but I would take uh, a couple of firsts. That's more than fair. I would do Justin. that in a second. Yeah, if they offered a couple of firsts in Justin Jefferson, it would be a done deal. Oh, fine. I'd take I would, that in a heartbeat. I might even take Jefferson straight up if they take all of Rodgers' contract. I don't need draft picks. Give, give us your first-round draft, first draft choice and Justin Jefferson. Sure. We'll take that. There you go. And all right, what do we what do we miss today? By the we'll way, before we get too fast, and, yeah, and, and the naming to the rights horn. to their stadium <laughs> or their trophy case, at least. Okay. What did we miss today? All right. Well, nothing important. Let me just preface okay. it with that. Nothing I'm about to say has has really any importance to any conversation. Number one, Mike Trout is making a golf course with Tiger Woods in New Jersey. A place that he can spend his Octobers. Mike, what he 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 what? Him him and Tiger Woods. Well, he's designing a golf course in New Jersey with the help of Tiger Woods. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so Mike Trout is designing a golf course that they can go play. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Well, not on Sundays in October because he's at the Eagles games. Gotcha. Never okay. misses them. Um, okay, there we go. Iowa's Caitlin Clark. This is my favorite story. Iowa's Caitlin Clark, who is an electric basketball player. Oh, my God, yeah. Steph Curry-like. Um, I would advise, if you can, look up the highlights. Goes for 41 last night, I believe. She's got it triple is, double, right? Yes. It is the fifth time this season. Caitlin Clark has scored more points than the Iowa Hawkeye football team scored in their entire season. In a game. She, Yeah, she's... And it's not like she's this seven-foot dominating person. She's just a hell of a player. I mean, just a hell of a player, yeah. Pulls up from everywhere. Awesome to watch. Those games are a lot of energy at those games in in, uh, Iowa City as well. So that's cool. Uh, I I believe Iowa won as well and moved Mm -hmm. on. Yes, they did. You have uh, Sam Burns winning the match play. Most Most important, at least, Elite Eight and Final Four of the weekend. There you go. <laughs> it was fun to watch. It's sad. The it was leaving Austin Country Club. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun to watch. I, I will give you that. I did pay attention to some golf over the weekend, so it was good to watch. I always just. I I think I enjoy golf more when it's a major or there's snow on the ground. Yep. That's takes what you I somewhere. really enjoy. Yes, it takes sure. you somewhere else besides right here. Yes. Cam Young was hitting some grotesque golf shots. Uh, Giannis is out tonight. There's there's big MVP controversy, Bill. And I think I have a take about it. I think the NBA as a league would be better as an entertainment product, as something we all talk about, if the MVP award just did not exist. Mm-hmm. If there was no such thing as an MVP award. Because uh, Embiid and the Sixers are playing in Denver against Jokic tonight. Well, Embiid's out because he's kind of banged up. They're resting him for the playoffs. Frankly, mm-hmm. as they should, because he is always right. injured in the playoffs. Try to get his body right. He's probably going to lose out on the MVP, though, which which he takes very personally. And all yeah. the stat nerds always give it to freaking Jokic. Um, well, Giannis is up there too, and, and he's out tonight. It looks like the the Bucks are kind of coasting to the to the finish here. 
Yeah, Giannis talked about that too, about playing and then just getting into the postseason and starting to play better basketball. And he was he was addressing that yesterday when they ended up getting beat. Uh, but um, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't. It's kind of like they don't want to give it to Giannis again, but Giannis has kind of earned it. But then again, you take Embiid off the team, you take Jokic off the team, you take Giannis off the team. You know, then you don't have anything. And so, who's the most valuable? I, it, it's conjecture at this point, I guess. Yes, and and I would prefer the league as a whole just eliminate the award. Um, last but not least, Mike McDaniel, Dolphins head coach at the owners' meetings, was mm-hmm. talking about Dan Snyder because he used to work with the Redskins or now Commanders. He said right? that Dan Snyder didn't give his employees free coffee, <laughs> which is yet another preposterous. Yet another reason to dislike Daniel Snyder. That's great. That'll do it. We'll end on that note. Another And Daniel Snyder reportedly has uh, cleared out his office. And uh, when he did, he opened his drawer and all the porn and everybody's pictures fell out and all that stuff. So they're still cleaning up that mess. We'll talk more tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow we got an answer for you. Maybe something else comes out of the general manager's meetings. Until then, time for us to go. Have a go. And see you.